motherfucker. What's up, man? Let me take you for a little spin, man. Show you what it feel like. I gotta go make these drop-offs. Man, you think you're the only one out here working, B? I gotta make drop-offs too, B. Come on, man, get in, man. I ain't taking no for an answer, man. Say my peach flavor because I was crying when I drank it. You was crying when you drank it. It was that good. It was that good. Nah, I was so wet that I started crying. You know when you drunk, you gotta cry. Yeah. Then I thought about it. I'm like, what the fuck is I crying for? Okay, okay. So this your first pop up shop tomorrow, right? Your first pop up shop. Yeah, this my first time. How is it? How what you expecting it to be? It turned out decent though. Ain't no lie. I think I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah. You got some drinks left? Donate. 
donation. Hey, no, we in a good neighborhood. I picked the good neighborhood. <laughs> and Father's that donation, I got a little one to take care of, so that money go to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. Rewind. Stop the tape. <laughs> you got my son messed up. He ain't going to help. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. I'll have you back real soon. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, minute, gang. in here live and in action, man. How you feeling, man? I'm good, brother. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem, man. I appreciate you for coming out, man. You know, a lot of people say they coming out. A lot of people want I appreciate it. That's love, bro. No problem, bro. So, so if you could, for the people who don't know you, don't know you, once you go ahead and introduce yourself and introduce, let them know what type of services you offer. Yes, sir. So, so my name is B-Sports. My service, I represent is Blackout Sports. So basically, I have a podcast that's on Podbean every Thursday night at 8 p.m. So I talk about sports on and off the court. I like to get down and dirty about everything that's going on that people don't want to talk to because they're on a certain platform. But my platform is you be yourself, you come as you are, and you say whatever you want to say in a respectable manner. Man, and that, that's definitely dope. That's definitely dope when you bring more than than a regular uh, sports to the to the sports because that's, that's the easy part, watching the game and watching people putting a basketball in the hoop but not knowing that it's meant to aspect of everything. So with that being said, how you enjoying these playoffs so far? Honestly, I'm enjoying it a little bit. I've been having a couple upsets. Like, I'm shocked, but I knew that the Lakers was going to lose in the first round. Man, the only, but the only reason they lost in the first round is because AD wasn't healthy. I mean, that's you it. can say that, but that's LeBron it. wasn't ready, bro. Man, it wasn't right. Don't you mean in the finals? Hey, man, we're going to have to bring you back. We can have that. Oh, yeah, we can't talk about right, this right yeah. now. That's, that's a whole different right. subject, I'm not even going to get into that with you. <laughs> so with that being said, I just, do you feel like the Clippers going, you feel like they're going to make it out this series? I didn't hear you. What you, you feel like the Clippers going to make it out this series? You know what? It's going to be a good series because last night, Paul George shut out all the haters. He mm-hmm. played an outstanding game, so I, I give it to seven games, but I'm going to give the end to Utah because Utah, I feel like they're a young team. They're hungry, and I feel like they have what it takes to make it to the Western Conference Finals right now. Right. They're a young team, and they're hungry, but that young team, that's supposed to be their Achilles heel at the same time when you're going up against a team with with uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and, and, and um Tyron Lou, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, if, I do, if I'm not mistaken, you have Brooklyn in the finals. Yes, sir. And uh, get, who's your West team? I had the Lakers. Okay, okay. I, I had the Lakers, but we're going to scratch right. that out. So with that, so now that, that, that that's out the way, who's your new West representative? Phoenix Suns all the way. Phoenix Suns all the way? Oh, George, I mean, I'm sorry, Chris Paul is not playing this year. Yeah, he's not playing. Devin Booker's not playing. Jay Crowder's not playing. They have what it takes. You now, think so? I think so. I, I, all I hope is Chris Paul can stay healthy, man. You yes, know, he's real brittle in the playoffs. So. That's the biggest thing. If Chris Paul can stay healthy, they're definitely going to the NBA Finals. Without him, they're not going. Okay, okay. Well, let's talk a little bit of Finals now, because that's an interesting matchup. You know what I'm saying? Because Coach Wright, this can be a problem for Brooklyn just in the paint. Right. DeAndre Ayton should eat. So just to preview that matchup, what's your, what's your overall preview on that so matchup? So I feel like... I feel like with the point guard situation, I feel like I'm going to get a slight ass over Chris Paul because Chris Paul is a point guard. Right. I mean, no no, no disrespect to Kyrie Irving, what he brings to the table, but Chris Paul is a point guard. He's a Floyd general. And then at the shooting guard position, we 
got Devin Booker, who's a young up. To me, I see a lot of Kobe and Devin Booker. You think so? I see a lot of Kobe in him. as I see him in L.A. I see a lot of Kobe, but the matchup I'm going to love is Jay Crowder and KD. Yeah. I'm, that defense, There's man. no such thing. There's no such thing as a matchup for KD, man. No I mean, I, I, I agree with you because I'm a diehard KD fan, but... Jay Crowder, it's a good scratch time when he can get your head. Right, right, that's all I was going to say. Like when it came to like Kobe and Mike, if you played good defense on them, I was thought you was a Gary Payton or somebody like that or Bruce Bowen, and then you could talk and you could do a little bit. You had to be a little dirty, right? They gonna get that. They gonna get thirty regardless. Right. So that's definitely a, a good, a good, uh, good thing. So also, I don't know if you heard about. Just going to let's go to the mental aspect of the basketball thing. Did you hear about uh, Jay Williams reporting on a story about Kevin Durant and then Kevin Durant coming out and saying that the story was false? No, I didn't hear that. Oh yeah, so Jay Williams did a story and he said Kevin Durant told him don't ever compare him to Giannis. Wow. And KD came out and said I never said nothing like that. Wow. It was on ESPN and everything. That is crazy. So with that being said, KD's been known to have fake social media accounts, known to right. be in a little bit. Emotional. Do you think Jason Williams, Jay Williams was telling the truth, or you think KD just sensitive about the situation and ain't wanting to put the story out? Honestly, I feel like when it comes down to it, I love KD, but I feel like he's a little sensitive. And I feel like, you know, I've been, you know, KD, he hasn't had his own, I've seen it on his um Instagram when he's going back and forth with, with, um, with regular Man, people. Right, yeah. So I feel like he opened that door, but when people come at him in a way he don't like it, you want to get sensitive. You can't do that. Right. That's just like, okay, that's just like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. If you have the guts to say what you want to say, you got to have the guts for the people to come at you and to handle it. And especially when you just got a, literally a million eyes on you, that got to be expected. Yes. Okay, so let's get into the podcast before we get you up out of here. Okay. So what's up, what's, what we got on, what's up next on the podcast and what's new on the podcast that we can expect right, to see? What you say, brother? What we got coming up next on the next episode and what new can we expect? from the podcast. So basically, what I got coming up next is basically the second round of the playoffs. So I'm just talking on matchup, what I like, what I don't like, what I want to see, and who I think going to the to the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, okay. And another thing before you go, have you ever thought about, because I've just seen a lot of stuff that you connected with and have to offer. Have you ever thought about expanding your platform to like a YouTube or... Apple Podcast or something like that, just so you can reach more listeners or something like yes. that. So definitely, I, I I love sports talk, especially when it's more, you know, what I'm saying, right? More um mental aspects to it other than the sports, you know what I'm saying? So as as anything you have been considered, like making like a like a news type program or like an ESPN type setup, is that something you have been considered? Oh, most definitely, bro. I want to horizon. I want to go all out. I want to be on every social media platform it is, so everybody can hear my voice, can hear my face. And know that B Sports is here to stay. Okay, okay. All right, so before we get you up, how to tell the people know where they can find you on social media and where they can listen to the podcast. You can find me on Podbean every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Podbean. You can find me Blackout Sports on Facebook. And you can find me on Twitter with Blackout Sports with a Z on the end. And I, and I am a podcast, but also I make I have gear too. I make split color t-shirts and I sell basketball. Shot, man. Appreciate you for coming on to the podcast, man. We're going to talk again real soon, man. Appreciate it. All right.
Your grandkids and stuff. What do you expect? What is that point going to look like? What is it going to mean? Be like, I'm complete. What do you expect to get out of it? I don't know. Just love. Living life. Peace. Okay, that's definitely the goal. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time. I thank you for coming on the show. I love to talk to you again. I'm going to be my so we can, we can talk again without all this music and stuff around. And we can get to know you a little bit better. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Enjoy the rest of the day. All right, welcome to the 290 Mo Podcast. If you could, introduce yourself to my listeners. What's good, man? My name Lee, and I own a clothing line with my homies called Dog Pound Collection. And the motto for our um, clothing line is Dog Pound is the home of the rejects where the unwanted come to stand up and stand out. Okay, so... So how did all of that turn into dog pound? So really, we the basic the dog. We, how many of how many of you? It's three of us. One okay. of my homies in the military. One of my homies is a, a college graduate, and I'm a full time entrepreneur. Uh huh. And um, so yeah, we came up with this as a group, and we're pushing it out as a group. And so basically, it came about. The dog that we base it off of is a pit bull. So, you know, they, they don't necessarily got the best rap out here in the streets. Right. They not perceive a certain type of way, but they still, they feel love. They right. still love right. just like any other dog. You feel me? Like, so that's why we use that dog specifically because they get the worst rap. So that's why we said it's the home of the unwanted. And here, you, you wear our clothing line. 
stand out. The slogan is definitely dope. So with that being said, who is your target audience? Who do, who do you guys make clothes for? Everybody with brown skin, tattoos, everything they say is wrong. Basically, like, you can shine just, just how you are. Like, whatever your style is, live that. Like, don't let nobody tell you what you got to wear, what you got to say, what you got to sound like. It's, it's all you. you. You be you. Right, right. So with that being said, what's your favorite apparel that you guys offer personally? What's what's the favorite? What's that? If I told you, if you can give me one item off the table, what would what would it be and why? Well, I guess our target audience, based off the inventory we have now, is yo everyday black male. So we mostly have male clothes. We just introduced the uh, a female line with like tank tops, but we mostly sell men's apparel. Okay, and is it men's or just men or men and boys or men? We and sell um, right now. We just uh, selling men and women. Definitely, y'all definitely might want to look into the boys because the father-son thing, I just had a son, I think, every time, like, Rissa just dropped some, some infant shirts with her, with, her, with her new shirt. That's dope, you know what I'm saying? Dope material. You got shit for the kids. You got for the ladies. They got kids, too, so with that being said, when did you, you said you're a full-time entrepreneur. Yeah. When did you know you was going to be an entrepreneur? Did you ever start, like, a career in high school, graduate college, or did you always know... Once I leave high school, I'm making my own this or that, and I'm going to do this. Yeah, so, How did that start for you? So for me, I think I accessed the conversation I had with my parents whenever they came up, like, oh, so what do you want to be? I want to be the most powerful businesswoman in the world. And yeah. I promise to God, if you That's ask you my told? parents. How old was you? I was like six or seven years old when they I asked me I was going to say, if you were 16, that don't count. Nah, I was like six or seven years old, and... All like even in high school, I started. I start. I actually taught myself how to do locks when I was about 15 years old in high school. How to do um locks, like dreads. dreadlocks. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing that. I'm 23 year old. 23 years old, about to be 24. So I'm coming up on my 10 years right. in locks alone, okay. and I'm still a baby. Right, <laughs> like, right. But right. I'm also in um real estate as well. And yeah, the clothing line. We also have our own like uh in-home dispensary with one of my other homies. Okay, like okay. we we trying to do it big. So, like so, is these are these are these businesses for passion or profit or both? So I really think my I'm, I'm actually finding my passion right now. Like I said, I'm young. Doing hair is a gift that I was given, and it's taking me to all the places that I am now. It's not something that I want to do for the rest of my life. I'm retiring at 30. Like, it's over. You don't want your hands cramping up and stuff. Yeah, it's over at 30. But what I really want to get into, like, personally for me is actually um, I'm really into holistic medicine. And I finally know what I want to go to college for after all these years, which is holistic medicine. Okay. So, so when I hear that, all I have to hear about is marijuana. So if you could, can you expand on that just a little bit? Because like I said, all I know is weed. So that's the only thing I think of when you said that. Yeah, so me and my homie, we actually started investing together at the start of COVID-19. Like, right when we got shut down, we went in a business together, and we, we still going. So, for the marijuana, it's just, I really, I sell weed. Like, just like the same thing that the white boys making money off of is the same thing we got dudes that look like us going to jail for. It's you in jail for like, it. just don't make sense. And when all, now, all you need is an LLC for you not to go to jail. Like, that just don't make sense to me. So, I just want people of color to get into the dispensary lane. So is that something that you 
is that something that you've been going through, like, through the government means or just on your own startup? Because I heard that minorities were having a hard time getting the same licenses that the white people was getting. So how I feel about I don't know about everybody else. I don't necessarily live by the law, quote unquote. You feel me? Like same way. it's just I'm not like, paying nobody to get married. I'm, I'm I'm paying you to do what my birthright to do on earth. Like it just don't make sense to me. Like I, they'll get my money when I feel like giving them my money, but until then, it's all me. Right. Then. It's it's just, right, it's I, the I causes feel. that we have going on directly. I feel like your real power, power is in money. But if you giving somebody else your money, you giving away your power. That's right. how I feel. Right. Okay. So with that being said, and you mentioned that you're a, a full-time entrepreneur, other than the clothes, what other ventures are you are you trying to find yourself into or you're trying to invest in? Like I said, I'm actually currently invested in real estate. Right, right, right. And I have an actual real estate mentor where we actually we're actually involved in a project to redo basically all the bandos and Markham. Like so, oh yeah, that's what I said. Markham Harvey, all yeah. that shit. That shit is so we already know, like right now, it's a gold rush in Chicago to get property, but they not understanding. A lot of people are only focused on that and not understanding that in the suburbs, that's going to be a gold mine because people get pushed out. That's what's going to happen. That's what redlining does. So we're actually going to remodel now where everybody going to get pushed out to eventually. Just to find the city. Everybody, all the people coming back to the city. They coming back to the city. We got to go somewhere. We going to the suburbs. First, and we ahead of the game, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely dope. So, how did you get into the real estate game, and is that something is that something hard that you had to get certified in, or was it just something as far as getting the information that you need and, and putting your time into it? Like I said, man, the first thing I can say is your gift will make room for you. So, like I said, this is doing hair was something I started when I was 15 years old. I got in touch with my real estate mentor about like a year ago. From one of my home, one of my clients, which is now like one of my homies and fellow investors. Like I said, that's how I got into real estate. My gift made room for me. That's the best thing I can say. Okay, okay. So, what's your favorite part about entrepreneurship? The freedom. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm feel you. I feel you on that. So, before we get you up out of here, let people know where they can find your product and where they can find you on social media. So, on Facebook, we are at D A W. G P O U N D collection on Facebook and on uh Instagram. It's the same spelling, but it's Dog Pound exclusive merchandise. Okay, okay. Well, I definitely appreciate your time. We definitely got to link back up and get you in the studio or something so you can bring in some more merchandise and the people get you to know you a little bit more about the rock and music and stuff. So appreciate you coming on the show. Take a couple cards and enjoy the rest of your day. What's up, man? You too.
You said Rock Your Kick Shot? Yes, sir. And what exactly, how, how, was, how was Rock Your Kick Shot born? Um, actually, man, last year during the pandemic, um, I told people if you had any type of hustle in you, it would come out. So my family and I, because we're a big speaker and family, we decided to turn our hobby into a, a profitable business uh, where we get to city, you know, rocking their kicks, you know what I mean? Okay, so you, so you said it's a family business? It is. It's an official license limited company. Um, we passing it on down to our children, so right, it's an right. official business. Right, 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 right. So, so with that being said, when you came up with the decision to afford to be shoes, was it a family decision or was it your decision that you brought to the family? How did it How did it come about that you were like, we're going to do it with shoes? How did that come up? It's actually been um, something that we've been thinking about for a few years. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, so I think last year just kind of propelled us and God led us in that way. When the opportunity came, I think we just, it just happened kind of naturally um, with our clientele they was just like waiting on it was like without time you know so that kind of confirms what God wanted us to do right right so let me ask you about the shoes because the shoes is dope man are they are they reselling are you are you buying them full price like how do okay. you how do you keep your your, your My, uh, inventory inventory yeah. okay so um, what we do is we get everything from the stores um, and we buy them and sell them at profit so we buy a majority of our inventory for retail and that's just a customer clientele that leave a certain size, then I'll dig into our network and I'll try to down a size for them and get it for that person's action price. Okay, is that with new releases as well? Correct. So like when new drops come out, you got them? For sure. Okay, and is that, does that come from being the early bird get the run first or is it who you know is about who you know? Hey man, you gotta pay for that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, because I know people, I swear you like, man, I didn't get this rap for that rap for me, this though, that though, yeah. that though. And yep. But you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I got bet you be one of the guys on shoot day with all the shoes. Yeah, it's a science tour for sure. Some of it is sauce that we can't feel. Right, but, right. I definitely um, understand that. Yeah, man, it just came from grinding, man. I can remember a year ago today, man, we had two, three pairs of shoes. And just right now, seeing today, we got with 50 pairs of sneakers. It's crazy, man. Okay, you said you started this since the pandemic? Yeah, we started and, last and summer. you said you already, it's already a profitable endeavor? Absolutely. Okay, so with that being said, what's the vision? Is it the is vision? It, the long term goal for our store is to initially put it online, um, something tangible, and then eventually we wanted it to grow to Rock Your Kicks Shy, Rock Your Kicks Dallas, Rock Your Kicks New York, Atlanta, okay. LA. Or is it going to be an exclusive shoe eventually, or is it just resale uh, of the shoes that's already out? Are you interested in designing or anything like that? Me personally, I don't own any designer, personally. Mm -hmm. um, like, the, like the name of the company. Is no, I mean like like start designing your own shoe. You oh, designing all yeah. creative design. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nah, I ain't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> we got something else brewing doing in that in that um field, but not okay. shoes. Okay, okay. So with that being said, is there any other endeavors that you you know what I'm saying that you and your family? Yeah, we we gonna tap into the fashion industry. I think you know right now with the shoe game, it's just a, a stepping stone into propel us into something else. Yeah. Do you enjoy it? I love it. What, man. What's the best part about it? Is it being having being touch the shoes? Uh, I think the best part is getting it for the customers, seeing the reaction on their face. Yeah, when they're like, man, you got my size. I, I love getting the customers what they want. That's why we call it what they call it. All right, bet, bet. So if you could tell me what's the most expensive. I saw a pair of Yeezys over there. Okay. What's the most expensive shoe you bought and what's the most expensive shoe you sold? Okay, the most expensive shoe I probably bought. I Like I said, I bought everything mostly for retail. For uh, yourself? For myself? Yeah. Okay, it just happened. Actually, I bought the Yeezy 700 um, for the, 328 $328. Yeah, and I bought Gamma's a way out a while back for like 350. Okay. That's the most I ever spent on that shoe. You got a favorite shoe? 
Jordan 1s for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Definitely into the Jordan 1s. Now they all purpose. Okay, okay. So with that being said, and what you saying it being a family business, is this so? Is this something that you like as a kid? Your kids don't need a career as far as you just take the take the business on, or you want them to still, you know what I'm saying, choose their own path? I think right now I'm just we laying a break for them. Yeah. I think a lot of times to break generational curses, we got to do things to set our kids up for success. And this right. is a stepping stone. If they want to do it, they can. Right. You know what I mean? They don't have to start from scratch like we did. They can already have something. As you can see, my three kids with me today, you know, just get an idea of what it's like and what they father do. This is our style hustle. I got a career, you know, but this is my style hustle. And um, it's definitely something we want to set them up. If they want to, if not, then I'm going to keep it going. Okay. What the side hustle ever surpass the career? I've been having a conversation all day with entrepreneurs asking if you really feel like you can get where you want to be. Is your is your nine to five getting in the way of that? If you feel like you didn't have a nine to five, do you feel like you'd be? Yeah, I think that's the big thing about entrepreneurship. It takes faith, man. It takes sacrifice. Um, so. With, with entrepreneurship, it's based off you. So if your hustle don't match your drive, you know what I'm saying, it's going to grow as you grow. So but with that being said, right now, yeah, my 9 to 5 definitely interferes, but I definitely sacrifice sleep, time, money into the business as well. You know what I mean? Okay, so before I get you up out of here, man, when is, is pop-up shop something that you do often? Is this your first one? Or, or, or? This is actually our first pop-up hey, shop, bro. Talk to me about that experience. Uh, how, how, how was it? How was it? This is my second one. They dope. They be yeah. Dead. You know what? I, I, it's kind of crazy because I hadn't done them because um, I didn't have an inventory, so to speak. But yeah. now it's like I want to do them. Like, I love the environment. I love being able to support that neighbor. You know what I'm saying? And get out here. And, uh, it's dope, bro. I that's love what I'm saying. Because I saw you on Facebook yesterday. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not even yeah. writing them. I'm just going to wait till I see them. Yeah. I'm going straight to them. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely dope. What you got to offer. So if you could, tell the people where they can find you and the product online. You know what I'm saying? All right. Cool. So y'all can follow us on Instagram at Rock Yo Kicks Shy. That's R O C K Y O K I C K S Shy. 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 And one more question before we get you guys like do you do like any exclusive kits like once? Oh yeah man, if, if like I can that? get the off white Jordan ones, man, that'll I'll be a happy soul, man. Okay, okay all right, <laughs> man. Appreciate you coming on the show. Hey, I'd love to get you in the studio, man. You can come through with all, with all this music and we can do a little background, man. For sure. See, see where it know. started a little bit. Absolutely. Like a, you it's a success story, man. You know what I'm saying? You got your family up here and all that shit. That's dope, man. So yeah. appreciate you for coming yeah, on the podcast, sure. man. Talk Thanks to you soon. Having. All right, Jack.